Hey y'all, welcome to Adventures with Aggie. Tonight we have Bruno Lapa, Wake Forest alum and current midfielder at Birmingham Legion FC. So Bruno, welcome. So excited that you're here. Um, let's start. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure for me to be here with you guys. Um, so me, I'm originally from Brazil. Uh, I was born in Brazil, lived my whole life in Brazil. Um, moved to the U.S. around six years ago to study and play soccer. I went to a high school in Florida for two years. Um, and then over the past three years and a half, I was at Wake Forest where I got my degree and then I, I play soccer there. Now I signed a professional contract to play here for the Birmingham Legion. Let's go Legion. <laughs> so fun. Cool. Um, so let's start from the beginning. How did you find soccer to be your sport? So um, I think in Brazil, soccer or football, uh, how you want to call it, it's, uh, it's a big, big sport. It's a religion, pretty much. Right. Um, so growing up, I think it was a, it was a, uh, you just exposed to it naturally. So when I was four or five years old, I was already kicking the ball everywhere, breaking stuff in my house. My mom getting <laughs> mad at me. So I kind of knew since since I was young that soccer was my thing, um, and I started a little bit more organized soccer and things start going well i start um doing things the right way and my family supported me so it got to a point where i where i thought that i could make that my career so um when i was around maybe nine ten i kind of decided to be take it even more seriously to to, to take the next step towards possibly um you know be turning that into it's my profession and and you know a lot of ups and downs and, and things that maybe on the way you don't expect but um i was very happy to, to accomplish um a lot of things that i accomplished with soccer be able to come to the to, to the us um study and now and i'll play professionally so um started very young breaking things at home yeah <laughs> i love it that's so funny mm -hmm. cool um did you have a mentor or somebody that you looked up to um well my biggest mentor, not only soccer, but in my life, uh, was always my dad. My dad uh, is a guy that always supported me and always been next to me throughout everything that we've been through. Good times, bad times, um, things, things with yeah. him always is always uh, um, a blast. So I think he's a guy that I look up to even to these days. Um, he's a guy that for me um, is my my biggest friend and my biggest supporter. So. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Cool. Um, can you tell us about when you moved to the U.S. from Brazil? How was that transition? What was that like? Um, it was uh, It wasn't that easy at first, um, especially because I didn't speak a lot of English. I was still learning right. the language and, and kind of getting used to everything. I was playing back home my whole life, um, so kind of moving away from our family, move away from everything. And starting new in a different country was a little bit um, of a challenge for me. Sure. Uh, I had created a lot of friendships. I had a lot of people that helped me throughout this process. Um, and now with technology, you can always FaceTime family. You can always call them. So that right. kind of makes it easier to deal with those uh, um, with, the, with, with the distance a little bit. So um, and little by little, as you go through, as you find people that also are going through the same thing as you, um and you kind of share the same struggles and, and, and the same difficulties you kind of grow from it start learning start growing and start getting more comfortable so um now end up 
end up here. But um, at first, it was a little bit tough, just because the family aspect. I bet. How did you find Wake Forest, I guess? What was that process like in high school? So um, when I moved to the U.S., I kind of pretty much didn't know anything about college soccer. Okay. Uh, my goal was to come to the U.S. and, and kind of go as possible play professionally out of high school. That was my first idea. Um, and, and then as I moved to the U.S. and started playing here, um, I started getting recruited to go to schools and, and colleges and, and universities reaching out and, and kind of getting in contact and um, trying to get to know a little bit about me, about my, you know, my aspirations and if I want to go to school. And I started researching a little bit more about it. I started watching games and I started getting to know about the college soccer idea. Sure. Um, and then out of the schools that I researched and the games that I watched, Wake Forest was always one of the schools that, that grabbed my attention. Um, they have a great program there, the great coaching staff, and it's a, it, academically is also a great university. So um, I end up out of out of the choices that I had, I end up choosing Wake Forest. That's amazing. I think Wake Forest has a very unique soccer culture, unlike lots of other schools in the United States. I know it is. It is a very special place. I think. We have the best fans in the country, the best atmosphere, the best stadium. I think coaching staff is also amazing. Definitely. Always competing with, with also the best players around you because, because of the level of it. So I think everything about Wake Forest checked for me. And, uh, and I was very excited that I was able to join and, and be part of the program. I love it. That's great. So how was the transition after your time at Wake to the Legion? It was a little bit of an um, exciting moment. I think yeah. to 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 leave school and, and finish your legacy there, Wake Forest, and transition to the professional uh, um, aspect of the game. I think was exciting. Um, yeah. It was a dream of mine since I was young, and I was able to fulfill that and start a career. So um, I was extremely excited to be a part of the Legion uh, organization. Um, I think it's a great organization now, and I was happy sure. that I ended up here. So. Um, now that everything is going on with with uh, with the pandemic, things things slow down a little bit, but hopefully our season starts back soon, and and I'm very excited to it. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll come watch y'all. That'll be fun. <laughs> um, so I kind of want to touch on soccer in Alabama. Like, what's it like playing a sport? I know this market here has so many competing sports, and there are so many things going on. There's very loyal fans for other sports too. So what's that like? I guess playing in a market where sports are in high demand, but soccer's not always the top. Yeah, it's interesting because um, I feel like since I moved to the U.S., I, I'm kind of experienced the growth of soccer in American culture. I think people are starting to like more and, and, and love it more. Of course, you have, you have bigger sports above this right. basketball. And, um, but I do think soccer is growing and, and soccer is the sport that people are starting to fall in love with. Um, it is a little bit different in terms of, you know, scoring situation. And some, some people might think it's boring because you only score maybe once, twice, or three times. Right. Or football or basketball is a lot of points, a lot of scoring. So that's probably one of the aspects that people, people love it more. But um, I do think it's a, it's a growing sport here. And uh, I think there's a, there's a potential to be, to be a big, big sport in the U.S., just like it is across, across the globe. So. Yeah, that's great. I know it. I feel like soccer is known as like the universal sport and things. And then when you come to the southern region of the United States, it's mostly American football. So I love to see that the USL is expanding so much in the southern states, especially with the Legion. 
Yeah, the Legion's a it's a pretty new club. I think it's, it's our second season um, as a club, and I think the city has um, um, supported us very well with the yeah with the fan group and and everybody that's uh that's been following the club. So I think it's uh I think within every year, um, I think the, the club the club is going to continue to grow, and I think the city and also the city by the state is going to start following the club a little bit more, and hopefully we can we can grow and become a, a, a big club in the league. So. Yeah, that's cool. I love it. Um, so I have a couple more from me and then we'll open it up to everybody else. Um, but I wanted to ask you about what you think the difference is in football in Brazil and the United States. You kind of touched on it. Um, but I think as far as like coaching style and fan engagement, there are huge differences. So I just wanted to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah. Um, so I think not only compared to Brazil and the U.S., but also if you go maybe in Europe, I think that every part of yeah the world they have a little bit of a, a specific characteristic characteristic that you see in soccer um i think brazil is, is known to have a lot of happiness and a lot of feels and a lot of that 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 the happiness they bring to the game and and uh compared to maybe here that things are a little bit more physical and, and the game's a little bit more physical so um in europe where things are very tactical and people study the game a lot so I think every part of the world you can you can get some specific aspects of soccer that um, that are unique to it. So I do believe that um, the U.S. has been growing. The U.S. has has been making strides to be a very top um, very top country in soccer. So hopefully the World Cup coming up and things like that. I think yeah, the soccer can be a big big sport here. Um, okay, so I'll ask two more and then we'll open it up. Um, so. What are your opinions on how the media affects players' performance on the field? I do believe that there's a lot of pressure they sometimes have to deal with. Um, there's uh, sometimes if the media is is demanding a player to perform better, or if things mm-hmm. happen and the media is is talking about a specific player, that could affect the player to 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 feel the pressure and maybe perform better or worse. Um, or also if in the, the opposite way, if you're doing good things and the media is, is talking about it and, 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 um, your name is out there and things are going well, yeah. for you, then you see the record, they're recognizing your, your work and putting it out there. I think that can motivate you to play even more. So I do think the media has a little bit of aff- effect on, on the player. Depends mm-hmm. on the player is also very engaged on, on media. If the player doesn't really look into it. If if you not look for for news, if you're not if you're not there trying to find something, and you just focus on yourself and focus on the performances, maybe media won't affect you as much. So it also depends a little bit if um, if you are exposed to those to those the media um, talking about the club situation that's going on right. in the league itself. So. Yeah, it seems like it's a preference thing. It's talked about so much right now, especially in this time of like virtual everything essentially everything is online i feel like this topic is huge and it's growing so much but i guess for better and for worse yeah and also the access to technology nowadays is just so easy easy for you to get information on things and and if something happens in one two minutes it's out there on social media or news outlets so it's just Mm -hmm. quick how news spread out and and how things can go out there really quickly so that also has an effect on that definitely yeah 
Cool. Okay. Last one for me. What do your career aspirations look like for after you're playing? I still, I still don't want to focus too much on, on the afterwards and still yeah. to just look into, into what I can accomplish in my career. But soccer is a sport that, that has been part of my life for, you know, since I'm a kid. So I do have aspirations to continue to have soccer as, a, as some sort of, of, you know, connected to my life. Um, Definitely. If it's coaching, if it's a becoming uh, um, involved with a with specific organization, a club, or, or right. being an agent or, thing, or some, something along those lines that involves soccer, I think that would be very enjoyable for me to pursue. And I think um, since soccer is my passion and something that, that, that's been part of my life for so long, I do think that that's the route that I want to go to. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I think there's a lot, to, a lot of time until then, hopefully. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll see. Yeah, you've got time. You've got time. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, let's go on to everybody else. Um, Alex, do you want to go first? Hi, thank you so much for being here. Um, my question is um, obviously kind of around the world in comparison to the US. Um, pretty much everywhere else when it comes to soccer, you start really young, you hopefully get scouted by an academy, you go to academy and then move on to um, the first team. In the US, you go to high school, you go to college, and then you enter the draft. Can you talk a little bit about um, those two different uh, uh, styles of like player development and bringing people up to the professional level? Yeah, for sure. That's a, that's a great question. Um, I do think that there's a massive um, difference between the system here in the U.S. and the system of baby across the world in terms of development. Um, but one thing that I like, I like a lot about the, the American system is how much they – they focus on the education of the of the player. I think being able to attend universities and, and play in a high level and also study in a high level, I think it's something that maybe you cannot find anywhere else in the world. Um, because, for example, in Brazil, if you're playing soccer, you, you pretty much might have to drop out of house, high school. I think going to school is not even a possibility for you because you start at such a young age that you have to commit full-time to playing soccer to a point where and the high school becomes very difficult, never mind going going to college. So um, I do believe that that this opportunity of you coming to the United States and attending universities um, and having a college degree, something for you to fall back on after your career is over, is that it's an opportunity that is unique in the US. Um, so, and also talking about a little bit about the academy system and things like that, I do think the United States um, is making strides to to make this the sport more accessible um, to everyone. I think there's still a little bit of this uh, pay-to-play system where other players, you, you have to pay a good amount for you to be able to play at a high level in your city or in your state, um, whereas maybe in Brazil or around the world, if you're good enough, um, there would be an opportunity for you to play. So I think over the past couple of years, I've seen some, some good progress in terms of that, where it allows players they're good to still find academies and still find clubs for them to continue to, 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 to get better. Um, where before, I think if you maybe have a condition of, to play, to, to pay them to play, maybe you're, well, you, you wouldn't be able to develop as much. So I think those are the two biggest, biggest takeaways that I get from, from those systems. Thank you. That was great. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Um, David, you want to go? Yeah, sure. So I was wondering, um, 
playing in a second division that doesn't have promotion relegation, um, how does that kind of like affect your mindset later in the season? Like, cause obviously, well, the Legion are one of the better teams in USL, but like still it's, it's, you're not fighting to get promoted anywhere. You're fighting to win a trophy and then face the same teams. Um, how does that affect like, as like the season would go on? And then also, um, does that kind of like put a little bit more emphasis on like the U S open cup instead, because that's when you're going to end up facing MLS teams like head to head. Yeah. Good question. Um, yeah, see, it is a little bit tricky. Um, you are um, competing against the same teams every year, and even if you do very good or very bad, you're still in the same in the same league. Um, but I think that's when the competitive competitive side of things comes in. I think even though you're not competing to get your club to, to the top division or to, to a first division, you still want to win. You still want to have trophies. You still want to be successful, um, and you're still fighting uh, um, for your career to continue to play maybe continue to have a better opportunity, a better contract um, in the next season. So I do think um, even though that's not as of right now in the U.S., um, we don't have a promotional relations system, maybe in the future, who knows. Um, there's still, I think players are still very hungry to, to do well, play well and, and do their best for the clubs. And, uh, and about the US, U.S. Open Cup, I do think um, the clubs like, like the Premier Legion, we do focus a lot on the on the Open Cup as well because that's an opportunity for us to prove that we have a good team, that we can compete head-to-head -head against uh, MLS teams as well. So um, I think not only MLS teams, but I think everybody that competes wants to win to, to maybe go to the CONCACAF Champions League and, and kind of raise, raise the bar for the club and and, and you continue to, to, to grow as a club, as a player, and as an organization. So I think... Um, the Open Cup becomes very, uh, very competitive, a very important trophy to win as well. So. Thank you. Um, Tian, do you want to go? Yeah. So uh, first, thank you for joining us today. And um, so um, you are a midfielder. And so can you tell us a little bit more about kind of like your style of play? Are you more of like a scoring? Do you prefer scoring more or do you prefer to assist more? And also, who's your favorite player? And is there a player that kind of like influence how you play, or and why? Uh, yep, that's the right questions. Yeah, good question. Um, so um, I'm a midfielder. I'm an attacking midfielder, so um, not as much as uh, defending is not really my my passion, but uh, I'll have to do it. Um, but I do like scoring, I do like assisting. I think being being able to be dangerous in this position is very important. Um, if it's a, if it's setting up my teammates to score and if it's scoring myself, that's that's what I'm looking for. Um, breaking up plays and kind of make things happen and and helping the team to create chances. That's that's my role. Um, my favorite player um, and the player that I grew up watching was Ronaldinho. Um, was a player that is, I think religiously me and my dad would watch and and. You know, just was it was a, a player that made me fall in love and made me actually decide to to play professionally because of you know how how magical it was to watch him play. Um, and I think a player that I look a lot uh, um, to what he what he does nowadays is Philippe Coutinho. He's a he's a Bayern Munich in Germany. He's a player that that I like watching him a lot. Uh, I think we have a, a, 
um, some similarity, similarities as what, what we want to do on the field. So that's a player that influenced the way, the way I want to play. So, Maria, do you want to go? Hi, thank you for being here. Um, my question is, what is more important to you as a soccer player? What's more important to me as a soccer player? Um, I think one of, one of the things that I pride myself into is not only um, being, being able to do well for myself and continue to grow as a soccer player, but also help others achieve what they want, what they want to achieve because um, I believe that I had an opportunity to attend Wake Forest and, and do well in the college level. There are a lot of people, a lot of Brazilians as well, they want, they want to be able to do the same. So I'm always looking to, to help others and influence others and being a good role model for others that want to achieve this level. So um, for me, it's not only about myself and not only what I want to do in my career, where I want to get, but also being able to help others achieve the highest level that they can get. Um, so I'm very often interacting with people on social media and people that come reach out and ask questions and, and ask for tips as to how they, they can achieve this level as well. Um, so that's one of the things very important for me is just using my legacy and using what I accomplished to help others accomplish um, great things as well. So that's, that's what I take pride. Thank you so much. Yeah. Wow, I love that. I love that answer. That was great. <laughs> Um, awesome. Okay. David, do you want to do the last one? Sure. Um, I was wondering, um, so there are a few MLS veterans, uh, on the Legion right now. Mm -hmm. Um, like I know, uh, Chandler Hoffman, who's from Birmingham himself, and then, uh, Daigo Kobayashi, who spent time with, I think the revolution. Um, so do you kind of like look to those older players for advice, um, in like, how to play uh like kind of like the american professional way because it's a lot different to like you grew up in brazil it's a lot different like it's there's a lot more physicality in concacaf and stuff like that um instead of like kind of the more like fluid motion like do you kind of go to them like because they've been around for a while yeah for sure no great question um yeah being around those guys is it's very very helpful and i think Every day I learn more from them. Um, I think me and Daigo, we, we have a, a great relationship. Um, and we we always try to help each other. And, and I always try to talk to him and ask for tips. And, and you know, so if things are not going well with some sort of drill or team, and, and we talk a little bit, try to figure things out. Um, so I think learning from them is it's just being around them. You, you learn, you absorb this experience that they have how they do things, the little things that they do that you just, oh, wow, that's something I can adjust to my game and, and I can uh, um, continue to develop myself. So those are players that, you know, not only them, but I think we have more as Mikey and, and, and Bolo guys that have been playing professional for a while. Um, I think you just, you just look up to, to what, they, what they do and the things that they do right and you're just trying to replicate and then continue to grow as a player. So, um that's, that's for me was one of the things that I focus on training and games. Talk to them, look, look, look up to them and kind of continue to learn, continue to grow. Thank you. Cool. Um, okay, so to wrap up, let's do some fun, quick questions just to get to know you a little better. Um, what is your go-to post-match meal? 
go-to meal. Yes. Um, I like Chipotle a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. Next one. Who is one famous figure you wish you could have dinner with? Mm, I would love to have dinner with Leonardo DiCaprio. I think he's one of my favorite actors. I like his movies a lot. Um, yeah, that would be a fun one. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Do you have a hype song that you listen to before your matches? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do have a, a playlist. I just shuffle all of you know, just shuffle and kind of listen to a bunch of different things. Um, a lot of Brazilian music for sure. Yeah. Um, but I like some Eminem. Eminem before games, I think he gets me going. Um, I like him. I like music. So that's one. Maybe maybe he's my, my hype guy. I should try that before I do the recording. Start listening to Eminem before. <laughs> Good idea. I like it. <laughs> Good. Should do it. <laughs> um, so to wrap up. I like to ask for advice. So is there one piece of advice you wish you had known when you were a young boy playing soccer in Brazil that I guess you wish you had heard when you were deciding whether or not to be a professional athlete? If there's one thing that I would do differently, maybe I'll use my left foot more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> kind of focus on my weak foot because when you're young and you kick the ball very far with, with your strong foot, you love it. But yeah. when you <laughs> it doesn't go as far, so you just don't want to do it. Um, so I think probably one of the things that I'll do is probably focus on my left foot more. So, so kind of pays off when you, when you're older and you'll be able to use both. Definitely. Um, so that's probably one of, one of the things that I'll, I'll do differently. I like it. Cool. Fun. Well, Bruno, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been great. I'm so excited. And like, thank you for giving us your time. This has been wonderful. No, it was awesome. Thank, thanks for having me. I enjoyed a lot. Cool. Thanks for coming, y'all. See you soon. Stay tuned for more episodes on Adventures with Aggie coming next week.